This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal Transfer Show. Hello, good morning, welcome. I hope you are doing well. I hope that you've been able to kind of detach yourself from, unfortunately, the stuff that's you know that's going on in the world of Arsenal right now. Uh, for however brief a time yesterday evening or morning or wherever you were in the world, because we need to, it's quite frankly. And when you're approaching the international break with a serious amount of time between now and the next Arsenal game, it is important that you definitely find some other things to do in life rather than worrying about the Arsenal. However, I am well aware of the fact that you have tuned in to find out all the latest Arsenal transfer information and we are going to be looking through that, of course. And then you can get on with your day like nothing's happened. But first of all, please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Please also, if you could, vote for us in the Football Content Awards. We'd be very thankful to all of you if you could do that as well. Um, Oh, God. Why why is it every morning? (laughs) Every morning, I swear I do the show. I need to clean this study because I swear I'm sneezing like crazy. And that crept up on me like anything. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. It's becoming like the hashtag TGT sneeze. <laughs> it's going to be going on. Anyway, let's go to our first... Uh, well, before we go to our first thing, I should say that there is no 8am show tomorrow. Um, apologies. Uh, one of the things that I'm doing to distract myself from Arsenal is uh, going to enjoy some fantastic drum and bass today and that means that i am not going to be around tomorrow morning to do the show so apologies for that uh, i probably will be doing something later on in the day um there may be one around midday-ish uk time uh, when i'm back um but uh, yeah apologies no uh, no 8am show from a hotel room this time um <laughs> i'm not going to be in the mood to do it um but in regards to a podcast there will be one hopefully uh, tomorrow evening at about 9 9 30 ish with some familiar faces like Drew and John, etc. 
to get your teeth sunk into uh, to break down everything from yesterday and look ahead to transfer deadline day on which again no 8am show on deadline day however there will be uh, because I'm doing a 6am till 6pm shift with Football London so uh, there will be a, a big uh, sort of thing in the evening with a lot of members a lot of phone-in stuff going on in the evening I'll be covering loads of the transfer stuff on the channel in the UK evening time so don't you worry there'll be plenty of stuff to come on the channel we're not going anywhere anyway Obviously, after yesterday's defeat, uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang spoke of possible crisis talks that would be needed to be held between the players that need to speak to each other. Again, we know this is something that happened during the Unite Emery era, shortly before he left the club. We will see if that happens with Mikel Arteta. I very much doubt it. Any rumours that you've seen of Mikel Arteta being sacked so far are completely false. That is not something that is circulated from any legit sources. Unfortunately, I'm sure for a lot of people who would hope that that was the case. Um, but that is set to take place likely early this week before players go off with their nations to the international break. Speaking of transfers, though, Willian, uh, now this is, of course, according to Sky Cover on Twitter, of course, um, well-known Sky Sports transfer journalist and has also been commented on by Chris Wheatley of FL um, that Willian's very, very close to terminating his deal with Arsenal and moving to Brazil and Corinthians. But Sky Cava has said that actually um, <laughs> Willian could have torn up his deal, which means Arsenal would be not liable to pay any of his wages. They wouldn't be paying any percentage of it and that they would not owe any of the 20 million-ish pounds that is left to be paid on Willian's contract, which is an incredible turn of events, considering that only a couple of days ago we were said to be paying a, a large percentage of them because Corinthians couldn't pay them. Um, if this is, in fact, true, you have to say fair play to Willian, no matter what has happened in his time at the club, to write off 20 million quid is an incredible amount of money to, to do so. So I, I, you know, I hold my hands up and say fair play, Willian, on this one. Um, and uh, thank you, because there are plenty of players that have not um, done that and instead write satirical tweets after games. Um, but we won't go into that in any more greater detail. But thank you. Appreciated that, will you? Eddie Nketi has moved to Crystal Palace. is not yet supposedly dead. In fact, Palace could still be interested on in spending just over £10 million on taking Eddie Nketiah to Arsenal, uh, to Arsenal, to Palace and to South London. I would be very up for seeing this happen. I think it's a, a move that suits Arsenal. It's a move that suits the club. It's a move that suits Palace because they, they certainly need a, a striker. So I would certainly be looking at this deal as something I would very much like to see happen in the coming weeks. Um, I say coming weeks, coming days. There's like three left <laughs> of the window. So uh, get get your finger out, please, Palace, and uh, and put the bid in, please. Speaking of which, other clubs could yet put a bid in with the club. Everton are still very much interested in Ainsley Maitland-Niles, and Everton now look to be uh, very much the guy that could uh, take him from the club, even on a permanent deal. Burnley were previously the favourites. Everton have now moved ahead of them. And supposedly, it's because they want him to play, ironically, at right-back of all uh, positions. If he does leave for a club where they wanted to play at right-back, it does. it's a bit strange because, of course, you'd think if he was going to play right-back, he would just commit to it at Arsenal. Maybe Arsenal don't believe he's good enough to play at right-back. I thought he would rather... I'd rather be playing him over Cedric, to be honest. Let's be real. I think that Cedric is... A very, very average footballer, and Ainsley Niles has the potential to be better than that. So, to see him leave to go and play it right back at Everton is a little bit strange. But if we get a very decent fee from them, I think it would make sense to accept it. 
based upon the situation we find ourselves in with him. Now, moving on to the possible ins, and we have some bad news regarding this. Unfortunately, uh, Arsenal are looking like they are going to be ousted in a number of their targets before the end of the window. Uh, Kieran Trippier, specifically, um, is a player that we know has been of genuine interest to Arsenal over the last few weeks and at the start of the window as well. But Manchester United's interest in him is stepping up. The Athletic Report has been, it has been completely revived in the player now. I... It's, it's frustrating if Arsenal don't end up getting a right-back, especially considering another target of Arsenal's Barcelona's Brazilian right-back, Emerson, is now also garnering interest from Tottenham Hotspur. They've, in fact, had an offer reportedly rejected for Emerson that included a part-swap deal with Serge Aurier. Look, it's, it's incredibly frustrating to see right-backs of quality linked with our rivals. I say rivals is a very loose term. Um, but seeing this happening is... A real shame um, that Arsenal have waited this long to, to kind of act on the right-back position and they've not been able to to move on the likes of Hector Bellerin. They've not been able to move on the likes of uh, Cedric Ainsley, Matt and or Kevin Chapers, any of their possible right-backs uh, to move to make space to bring someone in. And, and that's costing us right now. Really, really is costing us. And Bellerin was not involved uh, again. Of course, we hear that there's apparently a minor injury. It's been a pretty long time for that minor injury to be there. If nothing happens with him, it could be a very difficult situation for him spending at least six months at Arsenal until the January window. But Emerson, linked with a move to Tottenham Hotspur, and they could yet get a deal done before the end of the window if they go back in with an acceptable bid. Lastly is a complete left-field link with Arsenal, and that is Torino striker Andrea Bellotti. Now, just to throw the caveat out there, I would be utterly shocked to see Arsenal move for a striker before the end of the window. And yet that has not stopped uh, Andrea Bellotti being linked with a move to Arsenal. It's weird. Um, I, I wrote a piece for FL uh, yesterday about how Serie A could be used um, as, a, as a place that Arsenal could, you know, look for talent. And I mentioned Bellotti as a 27-year-old striker that Arsenal could move for uh, next summer if they did, in fact, move on one of the two strikers at the club or one of Lacazette or Aubameyang left, and I mentioned him. And it is strange that days later, other reports are coming out now linking us with him. I don't know if that was a catalyst for it, to be honest. But, uh, you know, these things happen. Uh, it was not a link to suggest that we are linked to him. It was an article suggesting that he's a player that Arsenal could look into for the rest of the season as kind of a good secondary option for us um, as we close out the window. I, I, I don't think this is going to happen this summer. If it happens, I think it will happen. Uh, next summer when Lacazette arguably leaves. We'll see. Um, but it's not it's not pretty reading for Arsenal fans at the moment regarding the window. Hopefully some things can come out of absolutely nowhere in the next 72 hours, but we will wait and see. As I said, there's no 8am show tomorrow morning, so please don't tune in expecting there to be one uh, because there won't be. <laughs> so uh, make sure you tune in a little bit later on that day and we'll make sure that we have a show for you and a podcast in the evening. And I'll be joining the boys over at the Arsenal Lounge as well. And that is the news. Uh, unfortunately, that, that closes it out. So if you do have any thoughts, some theories, some questions that you would uh, you want answers to, we will see if we can get those answers to you. Pedro says, can we do a swap for Lacazette and Michael Antonio? Uh, I would be well up for that. To be honest, uh, to sign Michael Antonio onto a short, slightly longer-term contract, I'm well aware of his age, but at the moment, I think we just could do with some power and kind of a plan B type scenario 
in the front line, but I don't see it happening whatsoever. Uh, Sahil says, uh, Tom, do you think that we can attract even someone like Hassan Huttel or Potter, let alone Conte? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely we can because, you know, it, it is still Arsenal Football Club. We are in a very comically bad situation right now, but I do believe that we can, in fact, attract managers, even of the level of Conte, I would argue, that we can still go for. You might say, why on earth would Conte come here? Would we give him the backing? Well, we've spent more than any other Premier League club this window. So if there is any indication that Arsenal are a club willing to spend, then that is it. Um, and we've spent a hell of a lot of money on transfers. In fact, we've spent over a billion on transfers in the last 10 years. No, last 14 years, sorry. So, uh, yeah, it's Arsenal have spent money. You can't say they haven't. Um, maybe we can attract a different manager in the future. Let's scroll down a little bit more. Maya says, Tom, can we get Enrique? I doubt he would leave Spain before the World Cup, to be honest. Dirk says, will it make it harder for us to get targets being at the bottom of the league? I I think it may have an effect on, on some players, but what's the difference between finishing eighth last season and being 20th three games in? Nothing's changed. We're still out of Europe. We're still not in contention for Europe right now. Um, we've still got the same manager. So has anything changed since the start of the season? I don't think so. Uh, Bungal says, does it yesterday change anything from a KSE perspective? I very much doubt it. I still don't think Arteta is going to go anywhere. I think he's very much going to remain as Arsenal's manager. Anath, send thank you so much for the donation, mate. He says, Arsenal should sign Chris Wood. And we'd get top eight. Look, I'm all for Arsenal going for a plan B type of striker. I think it makes complete sense that Arsenal should go for that type of striker because we've just not we've not got that option for us off the bench. If we are drawing 1-1, we are losing by a single goal, we need to be bringing on someone that we can launch a ball into the box to try and grab us a winner. To say that it doesn't work is a lie. It does. Clubs do this all the time. Uh, we should definitely be looking for someone. Apologies, my hay fever is awful today. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tester says, uh, Tom, any our links? Um, no, sorry, there's none. Absolutely none whatsoever, I'm afraid. And uh, I don't expect there to be. I, I really think it would be a, a big shock, uh, a big, big shock if uh, if we went for our before the end of the window. Spurs look a more likely target. I actually weirdly would expect him to kind of stay. I don't think that you're going to see him leave. There is just not enough interest from clubs at the moment. Can my hay fever play right back? I wish it could. It would probably do a better job than Cedric right now. Uh, Ransom says, would you take Eddie Howe? I don't think I would. <laughs> I know it sounds a little bit contradictory to say I wouldn't swap Arteta for someone right now, but I don't think I would take Eddie Howe, no. Uh, Maya says, I'll take anyone from a managerial position except Arteta. What about Bielsa? Why would Bielsa leave Leeds? I don't know why he would. Misba says, how much time would Arsenal give to Arteta? I, I don't think they're going to get rid of him, mate. I really genuinely don't think they're going to get rid of him. Ashwin says, Tom, I asked you about a plan B striker during the earlier parts of the window and you said that we don't need it. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Uh, the Premier League chat says, heard that Dallo is staying, so move for Trippier is probably dead. They, yeah, uh, that's a big indication that it looks like United would go for someone else. Uh, again, Luis Enrique, I don't think would leave Spain before the World Cup. John says, what's the consequences of Arteta's pact uh, on the rear during Xhaka's exit? How many more times will Arteta accept this kind of brain-dead behaviour? Look, I don't think that it's any indication to read too much into. It's just part of a managerial situation of, you know, being there for your player after he's been sent off. But yeah, 
I, I, I know that he was fuming. We know it was fuming from what he said in the press conference. So I wouldn't read too much into that at all. Uh, Nathan says, Tom, can you explain the process of playing two right backs and two left backs? Nathan, I wish I could explain the process. I don't get why Kolasinac was playing as much as the next person, but he was. Um, <laughs> utterly, utterly unreal. James says, whose role is it within the club to sack Arteta? It's Edu. I mean, it's it's the owners and then Edu would obviously be the guy to, to do it. We, we're all kind of uh, led to believe. Uh, Ismail saying, can we still send Xhaka uh, on loan? I very much doubt it, mate. I very, very much doubt it. Uh, no Sleep says, considering Xhaka's performance last game, do you still believe right back to be a priority over the midfield? Uh, yes, absolutely. Because we have Lukonga, we have Partey. I still think that we've got quality there that, that's, that's way higher than that of what we have at right back. Tejas says, do you think Zidane would uh, be a better choice than Conte? I think he would just com command respect immediately. Are you saying you wouldn't think Conte would demand respect? I mean, I don't think it would be a better choice than Conte. I think Conte's experience at plenty of clubs and in the Premier League would hold him much better standing. Mark says, hi, Tom. I was looking forward to All or Nothing, but it seems it may be even worse than the Spurs version. And uh, I, yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that at all. BDG says, Tom, have you seen both Genduzi and Saliba for Marseille yesterday? They were great. Shocking decision from Arteta. Xhaka over Genduzi and Chambers over Holding and Saliba. Look, I still stand by the argument that Saliba should have gone on loan because I don't think Arteta would have played him. And I'd rather he was playing so that if Arteta does get sacked, a new manager can see what he's about and bring him back next season. Fingers crossed. That's why I still stand by that decision. Anyway, I've got a very busy day ahead of me. And apologies, I'm going to wrap things up there slightly earlier than I would usually. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'll be back with you all tomorrow. But not at 8am, because there's no show at 8am tomorrow. But there will be a little bit later on in the day. See you ever, later. See you ever so later. See, I mean, that's why I meant it. I can't even speak. I'm that annoyed right now. <laughs> See you all later, people. Have a fantastic day. Take yourselves away from Arsenal. And, uh, and yeah, enjoy your lives with something else. Thank you so much. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.